Motorsport, yeah. put that thing in sports. Shout it bad, pop a like a court. You a dork, never been a sport. Pull up, jumping out the court. Cotton candy, my cup tastes like the fair. Straight up there, we didn't take the stairs. Face my fears. Ah, uh, podcast favorite. Always good to play some Migos. <laughs> yeah, what was I just seeing? They just jumped jumped someone last night or two nights ago. Was oh, it they last did. night? Yeah, they they seem to be attacking everyone all the oh. time. <laughs> but the the Migos are a favorite ever since they they brought us the late model snowmobiles in their video. Yes, uh, the what big was that was that white t shirt or something. Uh, it was just the t-shirt t-shirt yeah they, same color t-shirt they yeah. bring in their pimped out <laughs> late model snowmobiles yes and i you know i think we probably played that song one of our podcasts about this time last year was it i think it was definitely about the cusp of winter yeah and so now they've got their motorsports which mm-hmm. is a perfect theme for um for what we've been preparing for this year is i know it seems like that. i've been preparing ever since i quit from last season of course, you know, last season ended in mm-hmm. middle of May, and it's only been four or five months, mm-hmm. and we're getting ready to go again. Yeah, we're getting excited about winter, and we've been, I call it like, a, it's a nesting instinct, like uh, women do before they have a baby. They're, they're <laughs> cleaning, cleaning the house. You never heard of this phenomenon? Yeah, they like cleaning the house and stuff, and, um, hmm. and it's just like out of nowhere, like the day before they, they have the baby. So this nesting instinct, it's, you know, it's a bird getting ready for, for it with their nest. So, uh, just been crazy. I thought, I think I was like a mad scientist, um, in the shop getting, uh, my timber sled ready to go Yes. and getting, getting it rigged up. In fact, I bought a, a custom box for it. We'll see if it works. It's actually a D and B, um, uh, ammo box. And I think I can rig that onto it for storing things like uh, drones and stuff. And we've we've got some exciting stuff with our winter campaign, and and uh, part of that when I was at DNB this morning, it was actually a, a redneck uh, Black Friday. Redneck. Yeah, Black you ever Friday. heard of Redneck Black Friday? Oh, that's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's, when, it's right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's well, well before. Mm-hmm. It's when D and B pulls a one day sale. Everything in store and all the redneck ten percent off. Yeah, it's amazing. I was there Monday morning, and I came in at like eight fifteen or something, and I pulled in and I thought it was closed. There was no one in the parking lot, and and so then I walked into the store and it was open, and I was the only one shopping at D and B. Well, exact same time this morning redneck black friday uh maybe it should be red friday maybe maybe (laughs) yeah it's the opposite uh they i go there and i can't even find a parking spot this morning so don't go to dnb right now it's like i'm i'm surprised good thing i wasn't there when the doors opened because it probably got trampled (laughs) it could have been a trampoline and i'm sure there was guns involved (laughs) yeah probably guns and knives (laughs) yeah and, and guns and knives and and beer in the parking lot. I'm surprised there wasn't tailgating going on. Oh yeah, with a barbecue it, or it's, something. It's massive. That 10 percent mm. off, and well, it's 20 percent off of boots and clothing too. So oh, maybe I need to go. Everything in the store, but it that's all it takes is 10 percent off a of D&B to bring out the entire county <laughs> for the, <laughs> the one day event. So I'm I'm done with good. I'm done with Black Friday. I bought some stuff there. 
You mean Red Friday? Yeah, Red Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's going to be authentic, um, authentic local gear that I'll be strapping to that timber sled. Not very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've pretty much retooled. And the other week you were helping with the sled deck. Yeah, you were having some awesome welding going on with yeah, your I was, welding cap. And yeah, the, I, I, was, I was full on. I, I became a welder. I was welding tons of stuff onto that. Um, and I haven't welded since Texas. We had to weld. In Texas, I had to weld like using old oil pipe and stuff because if you use anything wood, two things would destroy it, termites and wind. And so <laughs> you saw nothing made out of wood there. And so you, I have like oil pipe that's uh, used oil pipe. It's rusty, and I'm welding a shed together. But I pretty much went back to doing most stuff with wood since I've been back here. And, mm-hmm. But um, sled deck had to um, had to get out the welder. So I went to a local uh, one of my local neighbors, borrowed a welder, and you saw me in action. Yep, I think we got some uh, documentation of that. Mm-hmm. So my my sled deck, I actually have it on. I was driving around. I wasn't getting as actually. I did. I got some looks already. I saw some people looking at it. But once I put that snow bike back on it, prepare for autographs. Maybe I should have been down at the. You should have been down there <laughs> the uh, signing. Yeah, and just <laughs> just set up a shop. Uh, put the sled deck up there. Set up a tent. You know the awning yep. style with a. Pay, have people pay for autographs? <laughs> yeah, there, there could have been a line up there. It's amazing how much attention that gets. So I, I need to leave it off just so I can um, have some peace, peace and quiet, getting ready for winter. Yeah, because once you put that timber sled on, anytime, even last year, we'd go into the Flying J to have a post snowmobile cinnamon roll, and people were flocking to you like you know I don't even yeah. know what it like they, white they, on rice. They and they must know. Uh, I must be pulling off the redneck look or something because they know how to come over even to our table yeah. while eating cinnamon rolls. It's like the Godfather, you know, you're sitting exactly. at the table and people come over and they pick you out of the whole restaurant. They're like, hey, is that your timber sled yeah. out there? Or, and so I have to go into a conversation about that. And um, Anyway, you can't can't enjoy a cinnamon roll in peace. So I no. kind of know what it's like for celebrities now, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> going around. It's It's tough. <laughs> It's t- tough. Everybody wants to talk to you. Tough being a celebrity. I'm surprised they didn't take your picture. Yeah, well, that, I'm sure that will come. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll come in and take some pictures, and uh, yeah, I, I think I think we ought to have a tour and, and set up on location, <laughs> set, set up tents, and I think that's answer great. questions and stuff. The problem is, I don't really, I'm not redneck enough because I don't know how to answer most of the questions about like what what's the engine like and this this and that like I, i'm kind of clueless on that stuff but i i had that the the, the uh, sled part um completely torn apart because i redid all the bearings so i know that inside and out now so in time i'll know how to talk about uh how many cc's are in something and uh but you know what in my years as being a redneck every person that starts talking about engines is actually really clueless. All it really is is making it sound like you know what you're talking about. So okay. yeah, the bush bearing goes into that tire, the, the A-arm, yeah. where the, and then usually there's a dip in their mouth, so then they're spitting, and yeah. son of a, you know, this, and so they don't really know what they're talking about. They're just making up, throwing out terms that sound intelligent. Yeah, good point. It's all about perception. You just got to sound important. Exactly. Uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. 
Uh, in fact, I make a living doing that. Sounding important. Yeah, sound, <laughs> sounding like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> make a full-on living at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I can do it. I just need to learn a little more of the vernacular related to engines. So I, I'm getting there. But I think I'm, I'm pretty much set to go. I mean, everything's, um, everything's ready. Uh, we, we'll just be rolling out some new and interesting stuff this year, I think. Um, we're already excited about uh, Trout Cam. Yes, have the Trout the, Cam. Have you seen the Trout Cam? I have seen the Trout Cam. <laughs> trout Cam is um, in a magical place. It is the greatest thing to come to Oregon hmm. since uh, Lewis and Clark. Oh, yeah? I think so. Yeah. Where else in the state can you find something like this? Nah, I don't know. I've well, yet to find anything else well, that matches its incredible power. Yeah. It's, but it's with great, great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, Trout Cam. So we, we look at this over at the fireweatheravalanche.org website. Um, mm-hmm. Got a, a live feed of Trout Cam up there. and That's where we'll be heading as soon as we can get out safely on sleds. I know you can already do it, but um, we're just waiting for a little more snowpack in the access areas. Yeah. And... Uh, Anyway, it's it's coming. It'll be quick. Yep, I think there's a uh, pending storm as we speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that kind of stuff is cool to see. Um, what other great um, thing? Oh, well, I, I mentioned drone. Yeah. Uh, we're we're hoping to have some some more aerial footage this year, and uh, also putting more videos on our website and stuff and mm-hmm. kind of expanding some of those things we're doing but you're going to see an amazing amount of observations coming through from the snowpack yeah basically i think it's, i've decided if i'm not working i'm going to be out doing something somewhere mm-hmm. i'm not sure quite what but i'm going to be yeah. somewhere doing something important yeah these shoulder seasons are uh difficult for me for me too it's like i can't take my pickup in the woods because it's yeah. too much snow and i can't snowmobile because it's not enough snow yeah so i saw so, your pain but i've been making good use of it i guess this is the good time to to go into the shop and start hammering on stuff yeah but you and, uh, you were mountain biking two weeks ago yeah and then one week ago you were on the fat bike so yeah. you were still out you know biking around mm-hmm yeah, and I'm I'm gonna go mountain biking this afternoon. Oh, see, up so at the extra course. Perfect. So, yeah, just some of the our our good trails are covered in snow now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of put a damper on that. But I was out fat biking on the Summit Road, put up that report, and that I guess that's this time of year is kind of good for that. When you get just a little bit of snow, you can go out and mess around with that. But we can't get out on our motorsport stuff. Uh, although I was riding the motorbike. Um, <laughs> True. Tearing up some trails, including that. That new trail uh, that we talked about in the spring. Yes. Um, that trail is in pretty good shape now, and that's going to be a trail that probably most of the year you can get out and ride. It is a bit of a. Um, it's in a place uh, that you might have to talk to us if you want to find out exactly where it's at. <laughs> talk to us directly about it. But um, even I've yet to actually. Yeah, I've been. I've been do trying, damage to the trail. Yeah, I've been trying to talk to different people about it. Let them know where it's at. It's a. It's on some private land, but um, some locals that know we can we can give you the access point for it. And, and uh, it's something we haven't put up on our website just because of the request of the landowner. But it's a pretty sweet trail. Yeah, I need to get flattest a, trail. It's the only to, flat trail around here. I need to get a motorbike. Mm-hmm. But I could jet out 
uh, on the street, street legal. Yeah, because I need snow bike parker. And uh, yeah, well, maybe I should just sell my snowmobile. Yeah, you'll you'll uh, once you get a snow bike, you won't go back. I'm, mm. I only the only reason I have a snowmobile now is just as backup in case my others breaks well, down or I need to pull it go. out like last year. <laughs> if I have to oh pull my, yes, that's right. Pull my uh, snow bike out of the woods. You know. That was an interesting way we decided to tow that thing out of there because at one point I thought you were going to lose it like off the ditch or something and yeah. it was going to be a massive recovery effort. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed that it made it out. But I did break off the tail light mm-hmm. and the new one I put on though is a nice low profile and it fits the skis better. So in oh, the end... It worked out. Yeah, it worked out. And plus I got a rivet gun out of the deal and I've been riveting stuff like crazy. And so every time you pick up a new tool, well, when something breaks and then you end up in the end with a full <laughs> stock of tools yep now it's just a welder, welder that i need to get yep speaking of welding yesterday i was uh toting around a broke down snowmobile with no engine parts in it and hauling it from one point to uh local welder brian freeze yeah um, also a guy you see parked in the yeah it's also a snowmobiler and gearhead yeah with a sled deck too even uh-huh so he was looking Custom at that made. machine and Mm-hmm. He's going to do some welding on. Of course, it's not my machine, which is good, because I don't want to yeah. pay for any welding services. But I mean, Maybe I need to start up uh, Brian Sather Welding. So, uh, oh, BSW. yeah, BFW and BSW. Yeah, so there's BSW competing with BFW. Mm-hmm. Well, well, he's got one end, and you've got the other end of the yeah. county, so it'll work out. Yeah, I'm sure he's really good at it. Um, I had a hard time getting him to make me a custom um, sled deck. He wouldn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy with other stuff. I wasn't high on his priority list. So, mm-hmm. so in the meantime, I learned how to weld myself. So, uh, well, why don't and you I was weld on a sled deck. Why don't you deck? weld me a sled deck then? <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get to it. Yep, I got my uh, all my projects done yesterday, so I'm I'm ready to just get out and go. Yeah, we're just we're just waiting for it to to turn. Yeah. Well, any other things that have happened? We've. Um, we don't. We're gonna start podcasting more. I think too. Maybe we get a few more out there so we don't have to um, talk so much. Try to remember back yeah. to some of the important things that we got uh, set up. Yeah, the the uh, I had a pretty good um, pretty good fall f- for trail running. We got some stuff up on the website there, but this was one of the shortest windows I've ever seen for um, snow in the Wallowas. Like no snow in the Wallowas. Mm. Because uh, it, it came off like so late, and then right away in September it started snowing again. Close. So, um, a lot of activity in the mountains. You end up on three or four inches of snow or something. And mm-hmm. um, but it's it's starting to starting to build up up high enough so you can get out and at least ski on it. But we're just waiting on the motorsport end of things to yep. to be able to, to get going there. There the. Um, I was trying to think of the um, the big events a couple years ago, or a couple weeks ago. That um, well, I went to the <coughs> the uh, Utah Snow and Avalanche Workshop. Yeah, that's right. You went down there, and yeah. uh, I was riding with with uh, the uh, previous podcast host Zach Heath. And oh uh, yes, yeah, we I rode Park City. Nice. Some interesting, fun trails there. There's a little bit of snow on the ground, but. Um, uh, funny thing there is they have some world class trails and they don't seem to close off their trails when there's a little bit of moisture and mm-hmm. <laughs> still people riding on them and really awesome trails and 
then um, he proceeded to get some food poisoning and uh, was out of commission for a full day, full day while I enjoyed <laughs> the, the uh, conference and learned some more about avalanche safety and um, some met some more interesting people there. And yeah, you even saw a former uh, director of the Wallow yeah, Avalanche yeah, Center. Yeah, wearing a whack hat. Yeah, mm -hmm. very good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, very good. <laughs> that was a common thing he used to say. Very good. Yes, yes, it was. So yeah, I saw a few few of the old uh, locals that have mm -hmm. transplanted now to the Utah area. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so that was a couple weeks ago, and yeah, you've been way more productive than I've been. Yeah, I don't I know about so. that. You've been working on the websites like crazy, uh, getting a lot done. Yeah, it's you know it's good products and we're constantly mm -hmm. adding stuff and yeah you know a lot of a lot of our stuff is still yet behind the scenes but come this winter we'll be just dumping massive amounts of, of content and multimedia mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff out for people mm -hmm. so yeah this, this is looking good right now um what we, we mentioned the webcam mm -hmm. it's on that fireweatheravalanche.org and we're excited about the uh the forecasting that's on that site too uh daily forecasts uh, their weather forecasts. Um, we've helped out some with with what they're doing. Yep, we're in, we're involved with them, but um, we link over from our website uh, on on the cool stuff that's going on, like on a daily basis over there. So um, they're much, very very active organization. They are. Yeah, pretty much. If you go on on the Grand Ride and you're looking at reports and stuff, we'll have all that on the sidebar. Uh, any links to pertinent information, like mm -hmm. we were mentioning some drone flights, if we can. Um, get that all set up. We don't have one yet, but we've got our uh, our eye on something. We'll, we're going to try to put out as many uh, aerial shots to showcase some of the um, whatever it is, like trails or snow mm -hmm. information and all that. Yeah, so it's we'll, going to be we'll a busy see. winter. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how how that goes, and if if we get that rolling soon. Mm -hmm. um, but that would be the main thing to look at some additional new things in addition in addition to what we already do reporting and putting out a bunch of pictures and everything on the website yeah so i think that's uh basically a wrap-up of um um of what we've been up to and and what we're looking for coming up well you know i'm just thinking about it. i don't think last time we talked about spout springs about it not opening well yeah once pretty again much. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty much a shame that you know it's such a a great resort, and I skied a couple laps last year up there by myself, and it was like untouched powder, mm -hmm. way better than going to Anthony Lakes dealing with the crusty, nasty snow up there. Yeah. And it's a shame they're not opening this year. And well, you know, last year their complaint was the snowmobilers, which mm -hmm. you know, open to interpretation, was BS. Not you, but yeah, the other it was, BS. It was a bit of bit of a squabble uh, over that, but mm -hmm. the main thing is it's just kind of a battle with the Forest Service yeah, and so the owner. This year it sounds like he's too ill to yeah, operate any um, resort. So yeah, it was already called off. Plus, I, we documented on our website some, with some pictures the the collapse up there of the mm -hmm. um, the lift shed, and he was gonna he was trying to fix it. I talked to him earlier in the summer, and it ended up like he never got around to fixing the whole mm -hmm. shed anyway. So it's really non operational, um, from my understanding last I looked at that so yeah uh, so I guess we'll be skiing laps up there again yeah um, although he, he put it out in the paper at least that uh, it's closed to all activities including skiing 
Yeah, um, I'm going to say that's open to interpretation because it's not yeah. private property. I might give him a call. I, I know I have some permissions to be up there for doing certain things. So, yeah. Uh, in fact, I was going to go up and reinstitute some old um, Nordic trails for mountain biking. I got the permission to do that under his permit. And then um, I went up there and tried to check those out. I was actually up there with Dominic on our motorbikes, and we were <laughs> doing some backcountry trail riding. Mm-hmm. And um, the logging they did up there completely, like, they just threw down a bunch of limbs and junk, and it's sitting over all the old trails, and it just looked like too much of a chore to, to try to open that up. So I don't know if some of that got cleaned up and, and is starting to be burned. But the exciting thing is, for the snow bike, is the, the, a lot of logging that's gone up there has opened up some tree areas. Nice. And I think there's a little bit more fun that can be had on a snow bike up mm-hmm. there. Um, but that said, I, I think that was a disappointment to me. I wanted to put some work into that. So I ended up elsewhere. Like I was claiming I wasn't going to do any trail work this summer because I wanted to do some other things. And I think I ended up counting. I'd, I've opened up um, close to 20 miles of trail, mm-hmm. uh, including five, probably five miles of brand new trail that I was digging on. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't just me. I was helping some other people in some cases. In some cases, it was just me um, doing some trails that disappeared or whatever, you know, put right. some um, tools to the ground and, and open up some trail again. But that, that three-mile trail I mentioned in Somerville earlier, um, that was a brand-new concoction that we we uh, carved out of the ground. And then um, Mira has, has some new trail for motorbike access. Um, you know, I haven't heard that word in a long time, actually. What, Mira? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I've, it's I've been this pretty... Nobody's been talking about it. Yeah. I um, guess there's some new trail going in. My uh, um, honorable mention for worst five trails, I, I hear it has gotten um, gotten some improvements done to it. So, Maybe which you I called on some yeah, uh, inspiration. Which, whoopsie do trail, which I call whoopsie don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently has some new berms on it. And that's the thing. I come into Park City, and these massive berms exist, and I don't even know what to do with them. I'm like, I've never ridden a berm like this where you can <laughs> ride at full speed, go, go high. Um, at Mira, you'll enter a berm and... Crash. It, it looks good <laughs> for the start, and then there's no exit out of it. And so if I say forget it, just stick with the regular trail. Don't even trust a berm. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but yeah, I, was, I realized I was sorely uh, deficient in riding a real constructed berm so i was getting some advice from zach before he fell fell uh, ill and um i mean these berms are so big you can like drive a car around <laughs> they're massive <laughs> oh sweet uh, so anyway I, I i gotta um ride a few real berms i've been a few other places too that have that, that kind of berm but mm-hmm. anyway um i hear that uh, there's some improvements in there. But, of course, the trail's closed because it's too wet to ride. So what good is it? Uh, well, it was typical, Mira, useless. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll let winter sit on it, and then um, some, some people, we'll get some people on horseback to go up and post-hole it again. Then we can have some more drama to start off the spring. And it's the usual cycle. It's the, the cycle of life. You know, that's why I needed to move away from here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh why don't you why don't you get on a horse next spring? 
Well, go ride some. I was, you know, I haven't ridden a horse in a long time. I was actually thinking this year that I'd like to go ride again, but yeah, we could take you. Um, I could bring my horses up there. Nice. And we can we can <laughs> take, take a post hole. Take the horses out and see if we can ride them. They're they're uh, they're a bit rough, you know, our horses. So you might get chucked off a few times, but oh, they're wild. They're probably. Um, I mean, you'd probably have less crashes than you would on a bike. So. Of course, you know, I always have to tell the stories. I remember riding that $10,000. It was an Ibis, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm up there biking. I'm like, this is a nice bike. I like the hydraulic seat. This is really great. And I had crashed Tim Seidel off the trail. And he yes. just fell on a pile of rocks as I went cruising by. Yes. The great, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the great EOU administrator. Mm -hmm. um, you and him crashed. We needed a helmet cam. We need a helmet cam on. Everyone at all times. We do. I think I'm going to get one for my truck just so I can have footage going on nonstop. Yeah. It's like a, um, yeah, like body cams on cops and stuff. Mm -hmm. you, you just need a car cam. You know, Nick Vora's got the best setup. He's got a camera. He's got like five radios in his truck. Yeah. He's really got the best setup I've ever seen mm -hmm. for technology and information. So, yeah, you know what? Um, if, if we get that setup, Every time we go up to Anthony Lakes, we just need to park it on the front row there and mm -hmm. run a webcam. The problem is we don't have a good enough uh, internet connection up there. Yeah. So Because uh, we're right on the, the cusp of it. Maybe we need to get a cell phone booster. But in any case, we could just go up and park and point it, and all of a sudden, Anthony would finally have a webcam. Well, they were supposed to be putting in Wi-Fi at the lodge. Of course, who knows if that ever came yeah. to fruition. No, they, they don't want any of that to happen. And they don't want the the truth to come out too on what the snow is really looking like. Yeah, I've never, I've not been impressed with Anthony in their yeah condition report. We'll call it that. Yeah. So. But stay tuned for more um, more video coming out from Angel Basin this year. I think we're gonna we're gonna post up more of that mm -hmm. stuff because uh, it's become one of our higher use areas. Uh, well, definitely Anthony Lakes. Anthony Lakes at times will rival Andy's Prairie or the Tollgate area which is a, a zoo on weekends but that's our <laughs> highest used area by far for snow activity yeah, in definitely. this region um, but we're gonna try to stay focused on those areas to get more people in it mm -hmm. and uh, in any case it's gonna be it's gonna be a good winter yeah I'm stoked to see what uh, what comes of it and but like you're saying we'll do more podcasts so we should build update regularly on what's going on and yeah, so and we've been talking about vodcast. Yeah, we we're kicking around that idea yeah. since we we're gonna have some more video footage. We might as well put that up there and maybe um, I don't know. Will that turn people off though? Looking at us while we're talking. Will we scare people or will people want to see an actual image? Green Lamborghini, your tortoise. Lambo. No human being, I'm immortal. No. Protect the AP for the water. Honey, chaos, spend on my senior.